Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. It has been a long, long break, but we are back with a wonderful episode for you all. Mozzie, how have you been doing? Doing great, man. Excited to have the spring back. This fucking weather has been killing me. Mm-hmm. I need some sunlight. Need that vitamin D mm-hmm. all over my face, you know, like hitting you everywhere. Just that vitamin D. Yeah, that's that's how Dwight Howard feels too. So. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, we, see, we we, we do crossover. Back. I can do basketball jokes, but don't ask me to do a baseball joke. I don't I don't know any. Well, you know, it already is a joke, so it's already <laughs> like <laughs> unless it's like Albert Pujols, because like his name is like literally Pujols. But Pujols. yeah, well, we're like what fucking eighteen seconds in, and I'm already talking about buttholes. All right, this this <laughs> we're back. New record. <laughs> but, Breaking um, all the records this year, boys. Yeah, really. But um, anyway, we've got a lot of uh, free agent moves to talk about, a lot of coaching changes to talk about. Um, I guess we can start with the coaching changes because there just aren't, you know, as because you know there aren't as many coaches as players. I know it's a weird thing to think about. Indeed. Yeah, but well, going through it, we realized um, I believe eight eight new coaches. Yes. If, if we count Kitchens, it's eight. So. Yeah, I mean he's a new head coach ish. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, um, do they have a defensive coordinator yet? Are they gonna have one? Um, I'm not sure. I can probably look that up. Because didn't they bring on um, frickin' uh, Monkin as their OC? They did. Yeah, so that's going to be fun with all all the people they have. <laughs> Let's oh, see. God, yeah. I don't see anything on the on the defensive coordinator, but who knows. Uh, we will look into that as the episode goes on. Oh, coaches. Um, that doesn't fucking Yeah, say. there's still some holes on teams, I've noticed. Yeah. Like a couple teams. They're but, still missing some, some very important positions their coaching staff Mm -hmm. but um if if that comes up i will i will put it out but um yeah coaching changes start um i guess we start with the browns um how do you feel about them just kind of continuing that uh kitchen legacy (laughs) as we'll call it (laughs) the kitchen legacy (laughs) the remodel (laughs) oh man (laughs) um i'm actually i'm pretty glad that they stayed in house he seemed to do pretty well with baker last year so i'm glad they're continuing with that it still completely remains to be seen how that works out though head coach as we know is a lot different than offensive coordinator just ask uh, josh mcdaniels Mm -hmm. uh but or coordinator in general ask patricia i'm (laughs) cautiously optimistic (laughs) yeah oh also it's it's steve wilkes who is the dc there oh really there we go so i think that's a good fit for them but It'll be fun, yeah. I, I'm I'm glad they kept just some continuity. That's like what the Browns have not had ever. Ever. So, um, also I'm a fan of it for Nick Chubb's sake because <laughs> this is like once Kitchens took over and Hyde was gone, like Chubb was the man. So and and Duke Johnson wants traded. So there's. I did hear no that one. too. He wants traded. I don't mean I don't blame him. He's now in a backfield that consists of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yeah, well, a game's a cream hunt, but, but yeah, um, ex- yeah, that's the kicker. So, um, <laughs> he will be there eventually. Yeah, but um, I've I've heard I think like the Texans have been mentioned, and that's like a that seems like an awesome fit to me. Yeah, him with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, because like they have you know Lamar Miller, not to Foreman, but like I don't know, Duke Johnson just seems like a good fit there. I think, Lamar I think, Miller does not have much time left, right? No, no. <laughs> I mean, he can't. Like, okay, he's always one of those guys who's never as old as you think. Like, how old is he right now? 27. Yep, he's 27. Wow, he's younger than I thought. Yep. It's <laughs> always how it happens. It's like some players that are like perpetually like 25 or 27, like Mike Evans. Like, he's been like six years. I'm, how old is Mike Evans? 
I, I I heard this the other day. He came up, but he he's only 25. Uh, when did yeah. they enter the draft? These people. Yeah, like yeah, he came in super young. But anyway, sorry, back on track. But um, yeah, I'm I'm a fan of the the kitchen's move, just keeping him in place because it worked and they kept it. So I mean, they they didn't fuck it up yet. Let's just start there. <laughs> <laughs> Continuity. Mm-hmm. But so on onto the Jets. Um, I'll, <laughs> I will definitely let you start on this one because this one's closer to home for you. Oh man. I don't even know where to begin. They've got Adam Gase and Greg Williams on that team now. We're just two big personality coaches. They're going nice to probably be fighting it. with each other more than anybody else. <laughs> I honestly, I, I don't know quite yet how to feel about it. I think a lot of people seem to think that I should give Adam Gase the benefit of the doubt because he's done things in the past. But I most recently in the past was the Dolphins, and that didn't go too hot. Yeah, of to course be they fair, also had, he had yeah. he had Ryan Tannehill. To be fair, yeah, and like he made people think Tannehill isn't awful. So I mean, uh. <laughs> yeah, there's hope. There is some hope. Um, yeah, and then of course the team itself made a ton of free agency changes, which mm-hmm. we'll get into later. As as for the coaching hire, though, he wasn't my top choice, but you know, I mean, it definitely could have been a lot worse. It could have been worse. Yeah, I mean, it's an improvement from what they had, but. Yeah, I don't know, because, like, in, I was, I can't remember what I was listening to the other day about this, but, like, in, in Miami, he didn't really, like, get his guys ever. He was just, like, kind of was, like, yeah, I'll work with Tannehill, but he definitely didn't actually want Tannehill, so, but, I mean, who would? Poor bastard. <laughs> so, Dude I mean. injured, like, 70% of the time. Yeah, and when you're not, like, that great to start, you don't, you can't, <laughs> like, you can't afford getting hurt. It's a bummer, but. Yeah, like, I think they improved getting Fitzpatrick. Honestly, like. <laughs> but with, with who they have, like, like Fitzpatrick to Kenny Stills is gonna be beautiful. I'm just gonna say yeah. that now. Yeah, he's gonna be bombing him all day. Like Deep. when when the Dolphins play the pass, I am I'm just saying this now, preemptively, several months in the future. I am playing Kenny Stills on the fantasy that week. I'm just, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I just know that I'm gonna do that. So, um, but anyway, back to the the, the Jets. Yeah, I'm. I mean, it's looking up. Like like I said before, we started recording. They're on. They're on the way. What, what was it? They're on their way to the path of decency. Right. Yeah, that's what you said. So. Yeah, I said they were, they're no longer like rumbling around through the forest, like bumping into branches trying to find the path. They sent a scout out. He found the path. They're on their way to it now. <laughs> if Will they find the path? I'm still not sure. I think the scout was probably blind, so it's <laughs> going to take a little bit longer, you know, with this team, but. <laughs> we're on our way. It's looking up. I mean, you have, there's a lot of weapons there. Like Anderson, Bell, Herndon. I mean, even a new I'll count too because he's good. Like, so it's exciting. Yeah. And of uh, course, Darnold. Yep. Oh yeah, Darnold. I mean, yeah. He he's is he a weapon? Is he like the is he like the ammo? He throws the yeah, ammo to the he's weapons. The ammo. Yeah. I don't know. However, that works. It's a, he is a. I did see. He is technically still younger than most of the quarterbacks coming out of the draft this year yeah like I, he's so young so i like that development upside mm-hmm. yeah that's that's always nice like so much upside there him. so much upside yeah like like i think most of the quarterbacks in last class like the top four are better than all this class but that's another <laughs> oh yeah and i actually pretty strongly agree with that and <laughs> yeah but we'll get there yeah not sold on the draft class this year <laughs> nope um anyway denver broncos um, they brought in Vic Fangio, the former Bears defensive coordinator, to be their uh, new head coach. Um, I think they're trying to be like 
old Ravens, maybe? I don't know. They brought in Flacco. They did <laughs> bring in Flacco. Coach, so, I mean, I feel bad for him because I don't think the team's any good. Like, okay, the defense, I think the defense can be good, but, like, it's going to be, like, the offense isn't going to go anywhere. I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that team needs a lot of help. I think they have a culture problem, which. Yeah, as a like, question, do you think that um, Joe Flacco is better than Case Keenum? I'd say yes. Yeah, I would, I'd have to say pure, almost purely because of his deep ball. Yeah. But, Case um, Keenum can't really hit that unless he's got uh, Stefan Diggs running down the sideline. Yeah, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Rip, because um, who, who's he got the third dude? Obviously, they've got Sutton. They've got um, what's his name? Um, slot guy. Um, crap, I'm forgetting who. Um, they drafted him. He was a rookie. Oh no. Sutton. Um, you said Sutton. Yeah, Sutton. Who was their other rookie though? Who like ended up being like more productive fantasy wise last year. Uh, let's get a couple of those anyway but like they don't have a like okay they have Lindsay and um Freeman in the backfield but they don't have like a lot of results like i miss if they sign anyone i guess i can check right now huh because we have this up <laughs> i mean yeah it's like they traded what's his oh, face yeah. in the middle of the year demarius yeah they've still got emmanuel sanders yeah okay right? yeah, they have him yeah, i'm trying to remember who the other fucking ah flip and flip i'm gonna have to google this now <laughs> is it deshaun hamilton yes that was it that's the guy, yeah. Yeah, he's good. He's a really good slot guy. So, Bayshon. Yeah, yep. That's what we were calling him. But yeah, that's I mean, right. I couldn't remember because it it, it's not Bayshon. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, we need to remember like his, his you know <laughs> actual name there. But um, yeah, I, I'm not too optimistic on the Broncos. I mean, it's just going to be another year of Chiefs and Chargers. I think we're going to assume. Yeah, of course. That division is. That's not moving a whole lot right now. Yeah. And we got the Raiders on the come up. Just give them a couple years. Yeah, I'm, dude. The whole A B Juju thing has made me so sad. Just like I know, because like it's making it really hard for me to like A B being on the. Raiders. I think it was. It's just kind of like alarming, isn't it? Because yeah. I I don't know if anybody had this perception of Antonio Brown before all this bullshit happened, no, yeah. and now it's like almost hard to think of him in any other way but being just kind of an asshole. Yeah, I heard someone say that like. He is what people say Odell is. Like, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Like, people say Odell is like a drama queen, but like he hasn't ever really done anything. But AB is actually a drama queen. But sorry, sorry, wait, Mister Big Chest. If you didn't know who we were, who we were talking about, since we didn't mm. use like his Christian name, it's Mister Big Chest. <laughs> Mister Big Chest. But um, yeah, it's it's slightly concerning. This the whole thing. Um, I'm. I don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be. I've heard that they want Kyler Murray. Um, I have heard that too. But I, I think Kyler Murray with Antonio Brown would be like I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I might be alone, but like I don't know if it, I think Derek Carr could obviously handle a lot better. I mean he's he's sustained. Back. We can we can jump back to this later. Um, yeah, we'll on. have a whole Raiders segment. <laughs> Yeah, moving on to the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They've got Bruce Arians. This is, <coughs> Good hire. This is a big one. I mean, we both love Bruce Arians. I don't think that's any secret to anyone. So Yeah, I'm glad to see that he came out of retirement. He went to a team that really does need his kind of leadership and help. And I think he'll, you know, I don't know if he will, you know, win a Super Bowl with the team, but I can certainly see him fixing the organization a lot in mm-hmm. ways that sets it up for the next person to do pretty well. Yeah, and like that division's always up for grabs. It really is every so, year. Yeah. And they have so many weapons on that team. Dude, now, it's nuts. Oh my gosh. They are they did lose Adam Humphreys, 
which isn't huge mm-hmm. for them. But they're also, they also lost to Sean Jackson, Jackson yeah. right? That's that's big. That's the big one. I mean, they still got O.J. Howard and Mike Evans and yeah. Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin. Cameron Bray, if you count him. Um, maybe Ronald Jones will like remember he was a, a good <laughs> running back or something. I don't know. But I do know how to play. <laughs> but um, please come back. <laughs> but yeah, Todd, Todd Bowles is their defensive coordinator, by the way. So that's good for him. Get get to get back to your roots. Yeah, I think and I think that's where he's some some say some guys are just better at coordinators. But um, yeah, I think it's looking up for the Bucks this year. Um, I think it would be in, so. This is kind of something funny. Like I've heard the Bucks tossed around as one of the teams that like would maybe take a quarterback like in the second or third round, just because like if they're not super solid. Because after this year, because like, this is the last year of Jameis's rookie contract, right? Yep. So. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I Here's the thing. I think uh, if Jameis Winston keeps his head out of trouble, he could have a career year with Bruce oh, Arians. Like, he should have a career year. He should year. have a yeah. career year with Bruce Arians, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, he is the quarterback whisperer. And to be honest, what I've seen out of Jameis is that he has a hell of an arm. Mm-hmm. And that even though he does make dumb plays that are often coming from him overextending the play and making it go too long sometimes he really does make it work and mm-hmm. he hits a beautiful pass so if he can just narrow some shit down with arians like i'm excited to see where that goes yeah that, that means the offense should be pretty good like i'm i'm pretty into mike evans and chris god on the jay howard but it it should be it should be a you know at least be a fun offense to watch oh. their defense should probably still be bad maybe not i don't think it can be as bad but <laughs> yeah um did i I feel like they added some pieces on defense, um, but I can't quite remember. Well, uh, let me go look. I have this page up right here. Yeah. They added Shaquille Barrett. Uh, they've got Dion Buc- Yeah, they got a piece on the line, maybe some depth, a couple linebackers. I think they had a couple injuries last year, too. Yeah, they had a ton of injuries in the secondary. They were, I think them. I think it was them and the Eagles like just got their secondaries ravaged. Yeah, and then, of course, the Falcons as well and same yeah division. that was bad too <laughs> as is tradition but i think yeah there's a lot of people that think the bucks will take a, a top defender at the beginning they which should. i can see i yeah. mean the defensive class is loaded this year so stack up yep and uh anyway next up we've got the arizona cardinals with hunky head coach cliff kingsbury <laughs> hunky head coach <laughs> yeah i mean he's he, he and sean mcveigh oh dude this last weekend when we were at like um this bodybuilding expo the guy next to us at the booth looked a lot like sean mcveigh <laughs> like i I'm, i would have been asked him like, like do people tell you you'll play sean mcveigh a lot he's like yeah i'm like i mean it's a good thing dude so like, oh damn cliff yeah. kingsbury looking like joe bastianich out there <laughs> what a yeah. guy so do the rams and, oh, I mean, okay that was a dumb question the rams and cardinals do play because in the same division so mm-hmm. um i'm i'm ready for the that that hunky that hunky matchup <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> just a couple of dudes. Yeah, although to be fair, Jared Goff is definitely much better looking than Rosen and. Like, <laughs> no, Rosen looks just like that ugly stepchild. <laughs> yeah, like Jared Goff is better looking than Rosen and Murray combined. I will, I will say that. <laughs> yeah, like, Goff is that California yeah. looking kid, and like I don't know. <laughs> Rosen is so much like like he makes me think of Eli when I look at him. Right, like, he has the he has Eli face. Yeah, he has new age Eli face. Yeah, but um. Anyway, so the Cardinals. Um, I I literally have zero fucking clue what to expect. I mean, it can't get worse. Like, <laughs> I think we can agree on that. 
It really can't. Like, oh my god, last year was such a disaster on basically every front. Like, no pieces made any sense whatsoever together. Oh, yeah. Who was the offensive coordinator that got fired? McCoy. Yes, that guy. Fucking didn't know how to use David Johnson. Yeah, I was about to say, like, David Johnson, he's the guy I'm looking at as, like, a, I guess, a value, just because even though he had a bad year last year, he was still, like, a top 12 running back. He was still, like, an RB1. Like, it didn't feel like it, but he yeah, was. Truly. So If he gets anything close to what he can do with this new offense, he'll mm-hmm. definitely be a steal at whatever pick, because he'll, he'll drop a little bit in this draft. Yeah, for sure. And, like, the thing is, if they do get Kyler Murray, like, We've seen that mobile quarterbacks help the running back. So, oh my God, so much. Like that's the one thing I'm like, you know, if they don't want Rosen, okay, and they get Kyler Murray, it, it helps David. So, so I know we discussed this a bit. Do you think they take Kyler Murray? I think Kyler Murray is going number one, <laughs> and I him. think yeah. it's either going to be the Cardinals or they are going to trade down with somebody like the Raiders. Because let's say for uh, the Raiders have three first round picks, right? Yeah, they could get a haul. They could get a haul from them. And there's definitely the possibility that the Cardinals are just letting all this media bullshit play out with while they uh, just sit there with Rosen and tell him to stay quiet. They're just going to talk and we're not trading you. Just don't talk to the media. <laughs> yeah, I've heard, like, I've heard literally nothing from him. That's a good point. But um... Yeah, no, nothing. There's been nothing from Rosen at all. Yeah, which is, I don't know if it's surprising, but, you know. It is definitely uncharacteristic of how he was in college, and they kind of, yeah. everyone was like, oh, he's this very outspoken millennial kid. <laughs> Damn millennial. I mean, hey, maybe it would work. I mean, like I said, like, it's not that Rosen's a bad fit for Kingsbury and his offense or anything. Like, if anything, it would work because if Rosen's, like, the type of guy who's going to, like, you know, kind of butt heads a little bit, Kingsbury's at least, like, a younger coach who isn't going to, like, call him a stupid millennial you know <laughs> right but i don't know i think the the point of like because i mean kingsbury was pretty open early on about like he would take murray at number one overall like this was before he was the cardinals coach and now mm-hmm. he is the cardinals coach so i don't know i mean it kind of it makes sense that they just let him get his guy but yeah it does at the same time i could i can see both plays happening i mean while we're on it let's talk about what rosen had last year that everyone is already (laughs) proclaiming him a bust because he had a the worst offensive minded like coordinator i've ever seen one of the worst o lines poorly used dj a head coach that's defensively minded and his wide receivers were injured christian kirk and injured larry fitzgerald exactly like there was nothing to work with there and he still had some highlights that were impressive. Yeah, he's – I stand by that he's good. He just was in a terrible situation, and that happens. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I do think Rosen will have a decent career. Yeah, like I, I'm not, I know he texted about this. Like if Rosen were in this class, he would be far and away the, like, the number one prospect, like quarterback-wise. It would, it would just be like – like if the Cardinals didn't have him and like Rosen was in this year's class like and the Cardinals were number one – like Rosen would be the obvious choice for it just because he would be. Yeah, he would be the number one. And I think what worries me the most is that the Cardinals do trade Rosen and he goes somewhere like the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, I've heard the Patriots, the Redskins have been tossed out a ton. That And that makes sense because no clue what Alex Smith is going to be doing. And Case Keenum is the guy right now. So <sighs> they make sense, too. And like, I don't know, they've got they've got some decent. It's not like, you know, loaded by any. They'll manage it. Uh, 
Yeah, they're the Redskins. Wait, didn't um flip? Oh yeah, Jameson Crowder is on the Jets now though. Yup. That is a bummer. He was probably the Redskins' best receiver. <laughs> yeah. So I hope Rosen doesn't go to the Redskins. Um, also don't want him to go to the Pats, just you know the reasons. Um, he would be good with them. Yeah, he makes a lot of sense there. Um, I mean. The Giants trading for him make, does make sense if they can get him for you know cheaper than they would have taken him last year. Then then they get him and will look like smart out of nowhere, which would be hilarious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, that's a, enough of that for now. Let's move on to the Green Bay Packers. They hired Matt Lafleur as their head coach, so he was the Titans OC last year and had previously worked under McVeigh and Shanahan. Yes. The funny thing is, I'm talking to Stephen, our resident Packers fan. I'm like, oh, so what do you think about the your new head coach? And he's like, who? <laughs> exactly. Like Matt LaFleur. He goes, oh, who's that? Like, Dude, it's your team. <laughs> you yeah. call yourself a fan. I, I, I don't know. In my <laughs> opinion, this is literally just a, like, okay, Rodgers is running the show type of hire. Yeah, I personally have do not have a high uh, expectation here for Matt LaFleur. I don't – what did he do last year with the Titans? He – it took him 15 weeks to find out that Derrick Henry was on his team. I mean, come on. Dude, oh, man. <laughs> like, last last year's Titans team was, like, annoying, but also, like, a little bit vindicating for me because it showed that, like, Deion Lewis was a product of the Patriots. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I had that. I had the Derrick Henry discussion debate with a lot of people last year, and everyone's like, Deion Lewis is so much better. I'm like, nah, I don't know. No, when they finally started giving Derrick Henry the nor- the number of carries he should be having, yeah. which wasn't until I think it was week fourteen or fifteen. It yeah, took when he just had like three, time. like to end the fantasy year, he just had enormous games. That was right, fucking the bonkers. But <laughs> yeah, like he's like if if you have a good O line, Derrick Henry is awesome because like once he like gets past the first level, he's really really good. Yeah, because he has that big boy momentum speed. Yeah, he's, like, fast and big. Like, his pad level's not great, so that's why, like, if you get him before he kind of starts moving to down. Because, like, uh, he's oddly not that great of a goal linebacker, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But Yeah, because there's not enough space for him to get moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> chugga, 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 chugga. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the Packers this year, like, I, I literally don't know what to expect. Like at all? Like I guess I'm gonna, I'm just gonna assume nine and seven. <laughs> Thing with the Packers, they always have a chance with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It seems like they're targeting people like Noah Fant in the draft to get a nice, good tight end. Uh, but their receivers tight are <laughs> nice tight end, real nice and tight. Um, <laughs> they're still like hurting though at wide receiver aren't they i mean they lost jordy's done cobb is gone too right yeah they're just hoping cobb's on the bears now right yeah yeah um, i guess they're just hoping one of those rookies steps up i have heard people mention dk metcalf being a good fit there like across from you know like adams just because it's you know it it just makes sense they have like a field stretcher with adams Mm -hmm. yeah i mean yeah metcalf is just He's just massive. Mm-hmm. He's got those. They say he's got Calvin Johnson measurables, but he doesn't have Calvin Johnson's intangibles. I mean, no, he's not Calvin Johnson, but he's big and super fast. He's big and super fast. So I say, fuck it. Put him <laughs> on the team. Oh, man. But um, the Josh Allen of receivers. Yeah, really. Honestly, <laughs> put him on the Bills. That's what they're doing. Just yeah. Hail Mary every play. <laughs> it's going to work. It would probably work. <laughs> but, um,. <laughs> Yeah, Packers, I literally don't know what to expect. I, I mean, 
It's going to be the Rodgers show. It's like, I mean, that's about what I'm assuming. Um, next up, we've got the Cincinnati Bengals with Zach Taylor, um, Cincinnati guy. Yeah. Um, and then obviously a Rams quarterback coach. But so he, he Sean McVay breathed on him briefly. I was going to say, <laughs> that was almost exactly what I was going to ask. Him. Like, what, did Sean McVay, like, sneeze in his general direction or something? <laughs> <laughs> he shook his hand and has never washed it since. <laughs> never washed it since. He's got that McVay. That Mc- Mc- smells Mc- like him. The McStank. <laughs> Sounds like a bad McDonald's item. Or like, when, like, when your McDonald's like, gets old, it's like, that's that McStank. <laughs> that McStank. <Ooh>. Extra <laughs> but- <laughs> mayo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah so um zach mcstank taylor um is now the Bengals head coach <laughs> that's, that's what i'm calling him forever now oh yeah <laughs> so i mean okay the Bengals are they're, i mean they're they're tanking right like yeah and uh I mean, similar to the cliff kingsbury you know moving in getting his new guy there are talks of this guy coming in and wanting a new quarterback yeah, I think, dude. I honestly, think Will Greer would be like a super awesome fit as like an early day, to, like an early round two. It Interesting. Just, he's like so for the, the for the reasons I like Chad Kelly are the reasons I like Will Greer, but Will Greer doesn't have the off field issues. Yeah. So I don't know. Like he's like I'm not. I wouldn't say the opposite of Andy Dalton, but like pers like persona wise, he's kind of the opposite. <laughs> he's, he's like not to like go getter, but he like. He lo- he lo- he loves a challenge, and I think that's you know enough to say he's the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> he steps up to the challenge. So, yeah, and then uh, it makes sense for Zach Taylor. But Andy Dalton's contract is super tradable. Yeah, he was very negotiable with his contract, probably because he knew he wasn't the greatest quarterback alive. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he had. Ooh, wow. This year. But yeah, there's there's no there's no dead money on his contract. This wow. so like for this year and 2020, he's under contract with no no dead cap hit. So. Like, it's a super tradable contract just because, like, if it doesn't work out, it's, you know, Bengals don't, like, Bengals don't have to deal with any of, like, the payments there. And then the team, if it doesn't work, they can just cut him for, you know, the loss or whatever they traded for him. So, yeah, I mean, I, I do think this could be Dalton's last year. Oh, it depends. I mean, is he going to step up in a way we haven't seen before? My guess is no. No, I don't no. expect it. <laughs> No, I, we've seen him in action for quite a few years now. We've seen what he can do. Yeah, I'm trying to think, who would who would trade for Dalton right now? I'm trying to think. I mean, who would trade for Dalton? I mean, maybe the Dolphins, which would be hilarious. But like <laughs> the Dolphins, because um, there's not like, there's not a lot of teams right now like that. I mean, I mean maybe it, Washington would. They'd be a good placeholder for a team that's rebuilding, like like the Dolphins or the, like, if the Giants there, yeah. did not get a quarterback this year. And we're like, fuck, we need a placeholder mm-hmm. so we can draft another. Yeah, I, I could definitely see, like, if someone goes down this year, like, a team trading for him. Like, if if Jacksonville starts, like, 6-3 and three and Foles goes down, like, trading for Dalton would make a lot of sense. Something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But I would just say the Titans, I'm like, no, are they? I'm like, no, they've got uh, they've got Blaine Gabbard there, right? <laughs> oh, no, so, sorry. They, like... they, they've got they, – they traded for Tannehill, my bad. So, I also, yeah. like, could see – if once Dalton's out of Cincy, that he's basically just reserved to the backups yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Anyway, so on to the Dolphins, who traded Tannehill Titans, which is odd. But um, they have Brian Flores now, um, who was the linebackers coach for the Pats last year. Yes. Um, mm. this is like a three-year program, and this is the tank year. Like, they're. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're saying, "Hey, Flores, like, we're gonna, you know." 
just gut the roster, tank, you get your guy next year, we'll get more guys next year, like, no worries. I'm just assuming that's the case. I would agree. I don't think they have any expectations for this season. Yeah, and, like, that's what that's what bringing in Fitzpatrick is, is saying, like, hey, like, we're going to at least try a little bit, but, like, we're not going to win much. <coughs> like, I it'll... love that Fitzpatrick just has that aura to him. Yeah. Like I said, Fitzpatrick to Stills, man. Stills is going to make some bank after this year. Oh, that would be cool. Finally get his due. Yeah. What's... Let me, let me see his contract right now. Just I think he's on a four-year deal. This, he's got this year and then uh, next year. But in 2021, <clears throat> he's an understudent. So, I mean, if he has a good year this year with uh, Fitzpatrick, it could set him up for an extension. Yeah. Interesting. And, I mean, and next year, he's got very little dead cap anyway. But, um, yeah, I mean, Kenny Stills is a good player. So. Yeah, he's super fast. Mm-hmm. Like, underrated speed. Always really. torches. <laughs> Especially when it's the Patriots at home. Yep. <laughs> I don't know how that always works for the Dolphins, but it does. <laughs> but um yeah, so that's you know, coach the main coaching changes. There there are some O C ones we didn't cover, but those are just the main, you know, head coach things. Was there Yeah, any- a couple other people like bounced around. You have Chuck Paganos with the Bears now replacing Vic Fangio on mm-hmm. defense and oh, that's a good see. fit. I like that. And uh, Vance Joseph is now with the Bengals on defense as well. Yeah, a lot of these coaches went back to being coordinators. <laughs> yeah, probably a good move. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, Greg Williams is... Greg Williams. Greg Why do you have two Gregs or two Gs on Why are there three Gs in your first name? There's only five letters. You are 60% G. 60% G. Uh, it's quality content brought yeah. to you by. Mom I bet. Wilson. I bet he really likes Gatorade, just because like the big G on it. He's like, oh, Gatorade. this is my drink. Oh yeah. Like Maybe. I didn't break a sweat, but this has a G on it, and I love G's. <laughs> <laughs> like half the roster is gonna be guys with like a G, like the with a G there. name. Yeah, a G <laughs> name. He's like, he's like, ah, oh. he's like, wait, I'm in New York, right? Ah, oh, I wanted the G man. This is the wrong New York team. He's <laughs> gonna change Jamal Adams' first name to Gamal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Job and Gamal. <laughs> no, it's still Jamal. It's a soft G. What? <laughs> Trust me. But um, anyway, so I guess we'll move on to the the free agent side. There's a lot we won't touch. You know, every um, but that's for Robert Kraft. But um, we'll. Ah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we'll hit on this. <laughs> the fact that McCarthy is like was <laughs> skipping like skipping meetings to get massages too is hilarious. <laughs> And he's such a. I would hate to give him a massage. That's like a, one of the layers of hell is massaging Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Make sure you get my lower back. Oh yeah. Which lower back, sir? There's three of them. <laughs> Just pick one. <laughs> and don't tell the team. They're talking about running backs right now, and you know I don't care about them. <laughs> oh fuck. Um, I wonder if Aaron Jones will actually be good this year. There was a little blurb that came out about Aaron Rodgers talking about him being in shape. Because, like, I guess, guess, like, Aaron Jones had, like, a little bit of a belly. And Rodgers always joked about being, like, the most, like, athletic guy with a belly. And I guess he's, like, in shape now. Okay. But, like, Aaron Jones is good. Yeah. I I think I've seen, like, conflicting things on, like, oh, like, we'll use both of them. Or, oh, like, Jones is the guy kind of thing. But... Aaron Rodgers likes Aaron Jones. It might be an Aaron thing. I don't know. but I like Jones you for some reason. Can't figure out why. 
I like you, Aaron. <laughs> I like the way that sounds. A-A-A-A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron. But, um, yeah, so some signings. We'll just go team by team because uh, that's how it's organized. We'll just talk about, you know, I guess either fantasy relevant or, you know, just, you know, kind of big deals. Um, <coughs> yeah. Cardinals, I don't know. Okay, fantasy relevant. I'm kind of, you know, walking the line back and forth here. But they, they signed Kevin White. Kevin um, White. He is a receiver. Um, they also got Terrell Suggs, um, you know, near the end of his career, but still I, can still, I can still, you know, still see him being an impact. Yeah, the idea is that he's going to retire there, right? He has a home in Arizona or something. I don't know. But um, I, I honestly, I don't know where Terrell Suggs lives. I'm going to be really honest with you. <laughs> well, nobody knows where Terrell Suggs lives. <laughs> Terrell Suggs knows where you live. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to hunt you down. But, um, the other big contract for the Cardinals was Jordan Hicks, a linebacker, signed a four-year, thirty-six million dollar, twenty million with them. So that's that that's was like the main big one. And their um, defense needs all the help it can get. Yeah, um, and then Falcons. Um, big th- I mean, the big thing I was watching was Grady Jarrett. They franchise tagged him. Um, I hope they end up signing him long term because he's good. So um, other than that, um, they signed an offensive guard to. They, they signed two offensive guards to some contracts. Um, so yeah, one is uh, James Carpenter, who was with the Jets for a long time. He was not bad, but he was not my favorite. Line. Yeah, but yeah, they got Jamon Brown and James Carpenter. So, you know, showing up the offensive line, which honestly, they've had a lot of offensive line injury issues over the past couple of years. So I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, and they resigned just... Um, and Adrian Claiborne's back with them now. Mm-hmm. Took a year off, right? He was with them, had that six-sack season, took a year off, and now he's back. Is I think right? so. Sounds right. Not 100% sure, to be fully honest. <laughs> it's been a while since I've thought a ton about football. <laughs> um, I know, right? Uh, yeah. But now we're back. Feels good. Mm-hmm. Um, Ravens, their big thing, the Earl Thomas, um, four-year, $55 million, 32 guaranteed. I mean, that's huge for that defense. They really needed it. Yeah, he's going to be such a good fit there, dude. <laughs> they they did lose a lot of their defensive players. Yeah. So I, I said I'm excited for Earl Thomas in Baltimore. It just makes sense. Um, they uh, also, they also lost John Brown, right? Yeah. Um, okay. They lost John Brown. I'm trying to remember who else they lost, but um, they did sign Mark Ingram, which I think I think he's a great fit for Lamar Jackson, just because he fits like the bruising kind of thing that they went with Gus Edwards. But Mark Ingram can also catch, so they don't have to bring Ty fucking Montgomery onto the field to give away what they're doing. Oh God. So I think Mark Ingram is really helpful for you know not giving away what's going on. Um, they also re-signed Nick Boyle to a three-year contract. Uh, it's kind of odd, but okay, you know, Boyle. whatever. It's not <laughs> that they just drafted two rookie tight ends, but whatever. Um, yeah, you know. And they're keeping RG three around. Good old RG three. Um, the Bills made a splash. <laughs> Hilarious. They got they got the Beasles and John Brown. They signed everybody. Yeah, dude, they have a, they signed a lot of people. They signed Tyler Croft. Yeah, I mean, they went Frank all out Moore. here. Yeah. But yeah, they got John Brown and Cole Beasley. John Brown, I still stand by as a pretty good receiver. Yeah. I think he'll do well with uh, Josh Allen. Yeah, so they literally just got him deep threats. Well, actually, well, Cole Beasley doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I don't get that one at all. I guess like, they, they needed one guy like, in the slot. Like a surgical passing out of Josh Allen to have that kind of receiver. Yeah. <laughs> Like there's there is gonna be one like I guarantee there's gonna be one replay of like Josh Allen just fucking lasering Cole Beasley like right in the head before he's able to turn around. It's good, he, like Josh Allen is gonna like almost concuss Cole Beasley with the football. It's gonna be some malpractice. <laughs> but yeah, they need they need one slot guy. They can't have everyone. Run, but they still have um what's his face that we like, Zay Jones. Yeah, but I mean he's 
I don't know. I, I think he still kind of fits that outside type of thing. So there they've got him. Um, who was the guy that came on last year? Like Andre. Oh, um, Robert. Who Holmes. Was that? I don't know. Robert Foster. Robert Foster. Yeah. And so they had him. They signed Andre Holmes. They, they just got like a ton of deep threats and then Croft and Beasley. So it'll be interesting. Like if anything, they'll be kind of fun. Yeah, hopefully. Because Josh, Josh Allen, at least. Um, they also have Frank Gore. Fun fact. Oldest, what, running back tandem in the league? <laughs> like McCoy, McCoy and Gore. And yeah. Gore. It's hilarious. <laughs> Fucking hell. And then they also signed some uh, offensive linemen. The big thing is there. So that's big. Uh, moving on. Center? center, yeah. Yeah, he's center. So, um. Cardinals, not a whole lot. They signed Matt, uh, Matt Paradis, per- Paradis, whatever, Paradis center to a three-year deal. Um, that's about it. Cardinals, or sorry, the Panthers didn't do much. Um, the Bears, um, they signed HaHa Clinton Dix. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, <laughs> they no longer have Jordan Howard, so they got Mike Davis. Oh, yeah. I think, honestly, he'll be a suitable replacement for Jordan Howard there. Yeah. It makes sense. You can catch a little better. With- yeah. Jordan Howard, really. Uh, they also have Cordero Patterson. I guess he's their Devin Hester. <laughs> and then um, bust your screen for some reason they wanted to sign. <laughs> uh, for some reason. <laughs> God, I don't oh, know you why. know who I really liked is that bust your screen guy. Uh, <sighs> never hear his name. Unless it's like <laughs> getting schooled. But <laughs> Bengals did some stuff. I'm um, not a ton of stuff, but um, they brought uh, Preston Brown back in. We signed Tyler Eifert, I guess, doing that like year by year if he ever is like not Ever's, dying yeah <laughs> um they also resigned cj uzuma uh-huh so for you know when tyler eifert is hurt and then, of course um, inevitably and then resigning bobby hart did sign for their line um then cleveland browns obviously you know the big trade <laughs> dun, dun, dun. the big trade they got odell beckham um so that's fun yeah and olivier vernon yeah um so the trade was they got Odell Beckham and Olivier Vernon, and then they gave away Jabril Peppers and Kevin Zeitler, um, over the 17 overall pick and the uh, 95th overall pick. So it's a first and a third. Yeah, it's I don't. It's hard to say if this is a fair trade or not. Yeah, I end. mean, if the Giants really didn't want Odell, then like they got a good amount of stuff back. Like Peppers is good, Zeitler's good. They got a high, like a good draft pick. You know, I mean, I think with Olivier Vernon too, he was just way like his contract was not worth his yeah. production because he i remember he had like a 50 60 million dollar deal yeah and the, and the browns are in a good spot to like take on some bad contracts because of cap room and then um they, so that's the main thing um they also got sheldon, sheldon richardson, richardson. yeah yep, that was like i was looking through the list yeah that's like the main so oh yeah and so once they got olivier vernon and sheldon richardson they traded emmanuel ogba to the chiefs for safety eric murray who i i don't i Wrong I Eric. Nothing about. Yeah. <laughs> it's the wrong Eric from the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I mean Eric Berry is just chilling there on waivers. Yeah, but that's interesting. I guess they needed a replacement for Jabril. Yeah, I don't know. They also got Morgan uh, Burnett to try to help with that too. But I mean, the Browns are going to be fun this year. <sighs> ha- having the um, getting Odell and Landry reuni- reunited is hilarious. Yeah, but, um, they're going to be scary. It'll be fun. Um, the Cowboys. Oh, sorry. The the Cowboys got Cobb. Not not uh not the Bears. My bad on that one. But um. Oh really? Uh, well, that's because Cobb always destroys the Bears. Yeah. So you have already have you know, that association. Was, I I just knew it was a team that was like a rival, and so that's why I said Bears. But <laughs> I mean, I guess Cowboys and Packers are kind of a rivalry, right? A little bit, Packers, yeah. yeah. Packers usually beat them. Yeah, but um, so they brought in Randall Cobb, which I think is, I mean, he's the Cole Beasley replacement. However, we want to look at that. Um, uh, and also, they got 
Witten back out of the booth. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Taking one for the team, Dallas. <laughs> Taking one for the team. Yeah, I mean, I don't see him doing much this year. But no, they have to draft the tight end, right? Yeah, this and this is the class to do it. The tight. There's so many fucking good tight ends, dude. Like Hawkinson, Fant, Irv Smith. Like, there's a lot of them. So, and then obviously the big thing for them. Um, they got um, Robert Quinn, and then obviously the biggest thing, Demarcus, five year, hundred five million, sixty five gear. So, Jesus. man got paid, but he's really fucking good. Yep, deserves. Yep. Um, Broncos. I mean, the main thing's Flacco. Yeah, that's like the only thing. Flacco. Really, and they signed cornerback Bryce Callahan. Uh, I guess Flacco's their guy. Um, man, I really wish Chad Kelly wouldn't have wandered into that person's house. Otherwise, he'd be their quarterback right now. <laughs> Seriously, come on, man. <laughs> You had it all set up for you. Yeah, I, I'm still gonna hold out hope for him that he'll latch on somewhere. But it's tough right now. This is the time. If he can get something after all of last year, then he'll be okay. But if I'm, he doesn't, then he's probably done. I'm still gonna say the Patriots make some sense. Like I, that still just makes too much sense to me for the Patriots to go get him. But this is I don't want that because the Patriots. I think it'd be good for Chad Kelly. But. Anyway, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a show if I didn't talk about Chad Kelly. Um, I got Nick Chubb in, so I said it. <laughs> um, the Lions. Um, I'm just gonna say I think I think Matt Patricia is gonna get fired this year. <laughs> I really really. Do. Yeah, I I don't think it gets much better than last year. And like the, their signings, like don't give me much hope. Like, well, they finally got a tight end. They did get Jesse James. I can't even remember who it was last year. I mean, they had like Levine, Toy Lolo, and Luke Wilson. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, so they got they brought in Danny Amendola, so another former Pat. Trey so Flowers, he's your Golden he the Tate Pats? replacement. Oh uh, yeah, Trey Flowers was with the Patriots, and now he's with them on a, like yeah. a big deal. Yeah, five got, years. Yeah, Justin Coleman, big deal quarterback there. Uh, but um, C.J. Anderson as well, because when I saw the C.J. Anderson signing, I'm I'm just like, he, okay, he's better than Legarrette Blunt. But like, I just I was just sitting there thinking like it's gonna be another year of Carry On Johnson like not getting enough work and like. Not that he needs yep. to be like a feature back, but like he needs more. He needs the most running back carries on the team. He should be the feature back. He's yeah. really good. Yeah, I know. Like he came out and said himself that he doesn't want to be like that. He doesn't see himself as like a like a true like feature back. But like he needs to be getting at least fifteen touches a game though, just because he's yeah, really he good. really does. Yeah, whether it's running, catching, whatever. But I'm I'm very concerned about the Lions this year. I, I don't I don't think wow. I guess that's my bolt. But hey, all for it. Yeah, it's it's just hard with picking these Patriots coaches to do well anywhere else. They, they never yeah. do. It's just because I mean, Bill Belichick sucks the life out of him, whereas Andy Reid like breathes life into him. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. I mean, they've got to be totally different personas to coach with. I mean, Andy Reid is probably like, oh well, let me sit down with you over a couple portions of steak and ribs and we'll talk about our, our team the <laughs> offense and everything and bill belichick is like do your job this is what i'm telling you to do and you shouldn't i shouldn't have to justify why it's like andy reed's like let's go for an interview it's like all right where are we meeting um meet me at the corner of um calhoun and fourth um andy that's a mcdonald's i said what i said <laughs> that's a chili's <laughs> why are we at applebee's <laughs> You like blooming onions? <laughs> Why are we at a Taco Bell KFC hybrid, Andy Reid? Best of both worlds. You put the KFC in the taco. <laughs> so what you do here is you take your fried chicken and then you dip it in the fire sauce. <laughs> oh. That actually doesn't sound terrible. Nah. 
But um, anyway, so you genius. <laughs> back to the um, signings. The Packers made some moves. Um, they got they made a lot of defensive signings. Um, Adrian Amos, Preston Smith, and Zadarius. They just tried. They, I mean, they needed to load up their defense. It was not good. Yeah, they just doled out like a hundred forty million dollars into three players on their defense. So that's good that they're finally taking it seriously. Yeah, they needed to. I mean, I guess that's all for the floral. Um, I mean, that defense should be good now. I mean, their corners are good, and Adrian mm-hmm. Amos is a damn good safety. Yeah, and then getting two good edge rushers is huge. Right. Like, you need that, especially in their division, you need that. Um, and they're both named Smith, so they are both have white last names, so Green Bay should be all on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, Smith, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> get two they yeah. Like, um, <laughs> That would like create like a mild. They're both like you say Smith, and both of them turn. You get like a mild gust of wind. <laughs> Whirlwind attack. <laughs> like if they both do a Smith move at the same time, it like creates like a little vortex, and the quarterback can't move out of the pocket. Because you get like you're getting like 13 feet combined and like 520 pounds combined of just movement. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, they are big boys. Yeah, and then they also signed uh, Billy Terry on the offensive lines. Houston, the lines always good. Um, on to the Texans. Um, the big thing is Clowney. They uh, they franchise tagged him. Um, so I tagged guess tagged as a linebacker. Let me read this. Yeah. So he was tagged as a linebacker, but because he received a million from the Texans last year to help make up for the difference between the fifth year option for linebackers and defensive ends, he'll receive well pretty much sixteen million, um, which is one hundred twenty percent of his salary twenty eighteen and more than the live average linebacker tag. So he's wow. getting sixteen million this year for getting tagged. Long story yeah, short. it's kind of nice. It's like they didn't screw him over. Yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, he hasn't like he hasn't been consistent enough to like merit like a huge signing. Like he's been good, but like I get that they're a little wary. Yeah, I mean, he is very prone to injury. And like as much as I hate saying talent. injury prone, like some guys just like get hurt a lot and it happens. I mean, the last three seasons he's been pretty solid. But yeah, it was mostly at the beginning. His first two years were a little bit cloudy. Yeah, I, I could see them like re-signing him this year if he keeps it up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, him him with JJ Watt's always a nice combo. Um, and that, I think that was the main thing. Um, not a whole lot else. Yeah, they got Matt Khalil tackle, and mm-hmm. they did take McCarron to back up Watson. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, I mean, and Bradley Roby is not bad. OSU product. He was with the Broncos for a while. He's on a one-year deal. Yeah, wow, dude. Watson and McCarron is a, such a huge downgrade. Like going through like the cool. downgrades from like starter to backup, like that's that's a big one. <laughs> that's got to be one of the biggest. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't know. I mean, it's like an A plus to a D. I don't know. I mean, McCarron's not like terrible, but like, well, we really don't know. That's true too. We don't know much. He hasn't had. I mean, he was on the. He got like a little bit of time with the Bills, but that you can't really take anything from that. But yeah, and he got hurt really early. So yeah. So I mean. I mean, no, he's not great, but, like, I don't think he's too terrible. It's still, it's just funny. Like, it's just imagine, like, you're the Texans and, like, you're in the playoff hunt, and then all of a sudden you have to play A.J. McCarron. Like, you're like, wow. <laughs> we are, we rely on Watson so much. You know, suck. <laughs> um, Colts, uh, Justin Houston, that, that would, in my opinion, that's the biggest one. Definitely. They did get Funchess as well, and that it's could interesting. have some fantasy implication. Is, I, I think he'll be pretty much the same question is there any difference between Funchess and ebron <laughs> Funchess has better hands i, I mean i guess <laughs> ebron blocks a little better like they're almost yeah. the same dude <laughs> yeah 
So, <laughs> you had to like, never, never you had to take such that. a long pause. You're like, oh fuck yeah, they are the same. So I think that's interesting. <laughs> I mean, Luck likes his tight ends, so like they basically just brought in another tight end. That's how I saw it. But um, yeah, a tight end that can like go out and distract them from Ty for a bit. Yeah, hopefully. Really. But um, they also signed uh Pierre, sorry, re-signed Pierre Desir, uh, cornerback. So. Yeah, um, on to the Jags. Um, I mean, Nick Foles is the big one. Um, yeah. Big dick Nick to the Jacksonville Jags. Mm-hmm. All right, do you think – what do you think? I think they said their franchise back a few years. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, listen, as much as we love the Nick Foles lore, like – He's getting $88 million. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's bad. So – for the next, so they can't, they pretty much can't cut him for 19 to 20. So, um, Foles' contract. So, I'm just going to read off his dead cap hits. And, um, so if they were, if they did cut him this year, it's a 45 million. Oof. Then 30, sorry, then 34, then 12 and a half. So, they couldn't, Oof. they couldn't cut him till 2020, where he's, where it's a six or a 6.25 million dollar debt. Good lord. Yeah, those are the, those are the dead cap numbers. So, that's, yeah. They they are stuck with Nick. Why did they do that, dude? I don't fucking know. So, like, yeah. are they hoping they'll take a young quarterback and Nick Foles will impart his Super Bowl winning knowledge onto him? I don't know. But um, so his agent is David Dunn. So congrats, David Dunn. Is all I gotta say. <laughs> got that deal done, baby. Yeah. He's gotta have a slogan like that, right? I mean, that's that's awesome. So yeah, the deal is done, <laughs> done, baby. So um. Yeah, the ja- I mean, the Jags are just going to be back to being all- – I mean, I I could be wrong, but I really don't think – that I think this- Well, their defense is so expensive mm-hmm. that they have a very short window and, to do well with it. And, and it's probably after window, this year. Apparently. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Bad move. This is – they're either going to – they got to win now, and right. I don't – There's a chance that, like, I am super wrong and Nick Foles is good. Like, is – I'm gonna lean towards no. Yeah. Like there's there was no upside to doing this. Like I don't at least I don't think so. I mean I don't get it. So the guy I, I honestly I don't think Nick Foles is much better than Blake Bortles. Yeah, I mean especially somebody who knows the team and the system has been there. Yeah, I mean they could have. I mean I know Teddy stayed with the Saints. And the Dolphins tried to get him, but like they could have paid Teddy like half that. For sure. I don't think that would have been. I I don't think. Foles is better than Teddy. I, I mean, we don't see much of Teddy, but like, I would rather have Teddy for half. Hundred percent. Just a hundred percent. Rather have Teddy. They could have also some. <laughs> Shoulda, coulda, woulda. But um, that's the main thing. They also resigned it, and they brought in Alfred Blue, which honestly, so they have no T.J. Yeldon. Um, what about Corey Grant? Is he still there? Uh, yes, Grant? I think so. But um, Ryan Grant got traded. Grants. Yeah. Corey, so Ryan Grant's on the Raiders, but Corey Grant, I think he's a technically free agent right now. I don't know, but oh, okay, I'm not up hundred percent sure. So I mean, I think I mean if anything, it's a vote of confidence for um, Leonard Fournette, just because. So no T.J. Yeldon, and then Alfred Blue is their backup. Corey Grant isn't currently signed anywhere, so I mean, oh yeah, and what's his face is gone too now. Uh, Ivory, right? Yeah, they've literally got like no one else besides Fournette and Alfred Blue right now, so. I guess that's their vote of confidence for Fournette and his ankle. Um, but yeah, moving on. So the Chiefs. So one of the most interesting signings, in my opinion, is Carlos Hyde because it's him and Damian Williams, right? I, I mean, it's, yep. 
I don't know Spencer Warrior's contract off the top of my head, to be fully honest. But, like, Carlos Hyde is the best running back of that group. Like, I will adamantly say that. Yeah. I mean, he's incredible. <laughs> I'm really surprised at, like, the amount of bouncing around he's done. Because he went yeah. to the Jags last year, and they didn't use him for whatever reason. Yeah, like, Carlos Hyde is a good running back. Like, he's not, like, amazing, but, I mean, okay, if – if one of the running backs this year you told me I was getting Carlos Hyde, I'd be like, "All right, cool. Like, I'll take him in the third, sure." Like, right? So, I mean, maybe the third or fourth, but like, yeah, like he he hasn't hit a thousand yards rushing yet. Somehow he's been just under twice. But yeah, I don't know. It's 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 been unfortunate for him just the way he's bounced around. I mean, he's okay. I will I will definitely say I am. I believe he is a lot better than um damien damien's a big question mark yeah it's also the the chiefs offense is what made him so like i was gonna say that like the chiefs offense is super friendly andy Reid offensive his offenses have always been super for fancy. sure so, going back to LaShawn mccoy yeah so i mean oh hey neat i just realized carlos hyde went to princeton in my city fun fun stuff but i had his profile pulled up but anyway um yeah i mean Carl, i think carlos Hyde's good i mean like oh this is this was my debate with Chubb. I'm like I love Nick Chubb and he's better than Carlos Hyde, but like I I like my whole thing was Carlos Hyde's not bad. He's just not as good as Nick Chubb. Yeah, like, Nick Chubb's a rookie, like he's younger. But yeah, I think Carlos Hyde has a good chance to just take over the backfield. I think if he better. stays healthy, I think he's got a really good shot. Yes, yeah, he's one of those guys I would like definitely be taking like late flyers on in drafts just because I mean, literally no one expected Debbie Wills to do it. I mean, I don't I don't even know if Damien Williams expected Damien Williams. It's like, oh did. my god, I'm good. <laughs> I'm He's good. Like, it's like this happened. What? But Mom, Dad, it happened. But like, <laughs> so they extended him, but like it's a super cheap contract. It's just it was like a two year extension. Um, and let's see, his base salary is like a million. I mean, it's like a cuttable contract. Like they're not really tied to him. So. No, not at all. That's and, chump change for them. Yep. Um, so And then the other than that, they did get Emmanuel Ogba as well as Tyran Matthew. And Alex Ogafor. Yeah. So they did They did keep their defense. Yeah, they made some good signings. I, I spent a while on the Carlos Hyde thing just because I felt it was worth talking about. Yeah, it's certainly the most fantasy relevant. Mm-hmm. Or just, I think it's going to be like an overlooked fantasy. Deep dives. <laughs> deep, brother. So deep. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, not a lot of huge signings, but, you know, some. Um, they did sign Tyrod Taylor as their backup. I mean, I mean, he's probably one of the best backups in the state. Yeah, for yeah. sure good signing they got does that mean they sell cardale is cardale gone i don't know man <laughs> he so should have come out after his one like really good like run in college and just gotten paid and then gotten done with it because coming back for another year killed his stock yep um yeah he he is still at yeah i think he's still a charger thoroughly oh. to try to think but not positive i could be told yeah i think he's still on there okay. as far as i can tell yeah not really cardale yeah, if there's any Cardale Jones truthers out there and I mess that up, let me know. Um, so, yeah, I guess he's development. Honestly, they could have brought Tyler Taylor in to, like, help develop Cardale Jones, too, like, simultaneously. Just to, like, to help develop, like, a mobile quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Tyrod's yeah. basically the best version of what Cardale would hope to be. Yeah, that's kind of funny to think about, huh? But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, um, Thomas Davis, Denzel Perryman. There's just just some some guys in there. It's nothing huge, but I mean they didn't need to do a lot. They're a good team, so yeah. Thomas Davis is is a good player. That's yeah. probably their best defensive ad. How old is Thomas Davis? This He's fifteenth season. Wow. Damn. I yeah. thought he was like thirty one. He's probably like thirty 
five yeah, he's 36 yeah he's 36. been up he's getting up there but Woof. yeah he had like a resurgence recently it's kind of cool anyway back to the uh signings we got the rams now of course they brought on the boat the boat the boat um oh man it's just funny i want to see him play for them so badly yeah we all want that but um <laughs> so um they the interesting thing with the rams um so with malcolm brown they clearly like him a lot um because they matched the lions offer sheet on him and so and brought him back in so everyone who was all about john kelly because he's gonna have to wait because i guess malcolm brown's you know the guy there is the backup um also um they brought in dante fowler clay matthews and eric weddle so wow Some defense, big names yeah the defense is getting stacked so the rams are ready to you know make another run back at the super bowl this year dante fowler's a linebacker that's what he's thought- listed as yeah, I could have sworn he played off the edge. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's just dependent on whether it's a four three or a three four. I'm pretty sure. For- Madden, move him around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where he'll he can kind of work for either. I guess. Um, he's still like is better as like an edge rusher type. But, like he's he's a pass rusher. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure. Could be wrong, but okay. Yeah, so like they they list him as defensive end on NFL.com, but like okay. in this tracker they list him as linebacker. So he's he is an edge guy, but um. Okay. He's a good player. Like, I guess I was a little eager saying pass rusher. He's, he actually is great for run defenses for what it's worth. Like he, he so his 2017 year that so um that was like when the Jags were good. He did get eight sacks. But if I remember correctly, the splits with him in and out for run their run defense were actually pretty notable. But I'm not 100 percent positive. Well, I could see it. They did get rid of Sue, which is a big clog up the middle mm-hmm. on that run D. So who knows? They might put him at linebacker to stop the run. Yeah. Has has Sue signed any? Not yet. He oh. is still a free agent. That's wild. Probably wanting more money than he's getting offered, I'm guessing. Yeah. He'll but, go somewhere, though. Mm-hmm. But uh, moving on, we've got the Dolphins. Uh, obviously, Fitzpatrick was the main thing. Um, they also signed Dwayne Allen. Whoa. So, fun stuff. Um, the Vikings. <laughs> um, Amir Abdullah <laughs> um, is there now, apparently. Um, they also Who re-signed knew? Dan Bailey and... Uh, Anthony Barr uh, ended up sticking with them. Sorry about that. I'm not really upset about it. It was pretty much like, I think a lot of it got taken out of context. He was basically like, I woke up in the morning and was like, I made a terrible decision. It wasn't because he was signing with the Jets. It was because he was made a d- bad decision to leave his home. So he's staying with the Vikings. And yeah. Yeah. Um, you can keep him. Yeah. That's the main thing for them. Big old contract. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a lot. So We ended up getting CJ Mosley, so I'm not exactly upset. We'll get there. That's probably their biggest signing. They got Barr, and that looks like it. Yeah, so Bar- Barr's the main one there. Um, <laughs> Patriots, you know, being the Patriots. The the most recent one, the ASJ one, I found that really interesting. Totally did that so that we wouldn't get him. Back. <laughs> Fucking roster-stealing asshole. Yeah. I think ASJ could be a good fit there. I mean, they, they needed to bring in someone. That I imagine they'll draft someone, but mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's a good. I mean, they they needed a receiving tight end threat, so and he's pretty good. I like ASJ. I'm gonna laugh. I'm gonna laugh my ass off. I will laugh my whole ass off if ASJ is fantasy relevant with the Pats this year. That would just. I think he could be. He'll definitely be have a higher chance than like Dwayne Allen. Yeah, I I imagine them using him and then drafting. Him. I've seen a I. Irv Smith to them makes so much sense, but uh, you think he'll fall that far? I mean, he, like, I, I mean, he'll definitely be there at the end of the first. I'd imagine, like that, like him to the pads at the end of the third amount of sense, mm-hmm. but because like I think he could fall there. 
If anyone could, it would be him because Fant and uh, Fant and Hawkinson, Hawkinson are the two yeah. ones that they'll be gone by twenty. But um, let's see. That's that was the main thing. Um, they brought um, they did bring Gaskowski back and McCordy. Um, that's that was the main thing. They you know Dorsett and Ellington, but eh. Michael Bennett I do, also. I had Bruce Ellington in a in a dynasty, and I just still have him just on the <laughs> off chance that. Bruce Ellington is the one that makes it. Yeah, they also got um, Michael Bennett from the U. Oh, that one was a trade, right? Yeah. yeah. So that was, I guess, worth noting. Um, next up, the Saints. The Saints kept Teddy. So it was interesting. The other teams did try to sign him, and he decided to stay with them. Yeah the the Dolphins tried super hard to go get him. So he they must the Saints must just be talking in his ear like, Breeze is almost done, and you're yeah. gonna take over with the new Orleans saints. So just stay with us and it'll maybe be worth it. But like he's, he's wasting valuable years just on these, you know, backup contracts when I think he's a pretty damn good quarterback. I liked what I saw to Teddy. Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, I don't know about wasting a year, but he got paid. He's getting uh, a deal up to 12.5 million. That's 7.25 guaranteed. So like, (laughs) that's true. Well, I mean the past couple of years he's been on like literally million dollar contracts. Yeah. But like, He's clearly like healthy and back now. Like that's mm-hmm. that's obvious now with this, right? Like Yep. So Watch out. Yeah, that's kind of a a sign. So uh, we've got him in that one league, that one league. So eventually Teddy'll be slinging it to Michael Thomas. That would make me very happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the Teddy story, if the Teddy story has a happy ending, I would love that. Yeah. I want it to have a happy ending. Um but rest of it, um Jared Cook honestly I think is a great like the Saints, like that's I don't think he could win in a bet. I mean, he just does this where he goes to a team and he pretty much immediately makes an impact. Mm-hmm. And then he's gone in like a year or two, but he's yeah, good for what he is worth. The Saints really needed a tight end. And Jared Cook is a good receiving threat. Like, he will be fantasy relevant again, unfortunately. Yep. Um, and it'll be up to you to decide if he's going to get zero points that week or 26. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, they also signed Latavius Murray to kind of replace Mark Ingram. Um, I don't think he'll get as much work as Mark Ingram, but he will definitely vulture some touchdowns. That is his thing. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And now they have a couple other guys too, right? Like a like some young running backs that are we're kind of waiting on. Um, I think is Boston Scott still there? Or did he go to Philly? I'm trying to remember. I that's the guy I, I was thinking of. Yeah, because we talked about him, but I can't remember if he. Um, yeah, yeah, he, he's on the Eagles now. Boston Scott is. Uh, okay. But um, yeah. So it's uh, Murray is going to be fantasy relevant again. That's going to work. I mean, it's him and Kamara as the top two running backs on the Saints. So they got a yeah. four-year deal, so they are holding on to him. It looks like. At yeah, least I'll, for... I'll look into specifics of it, but like, I mean, Latavius Murray, like, as much as he get, like, he's not like. I mean, I will kind of. I guess I'll compare him to Carlos Hyde, and like in that kind of tier of running backs. So I think of him as like younger Chris Ivory. I never. He was good. I never understood why teams didn't really want him per se. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, he's not like amazing, but I mean, I mean, he'll he'll have relevance on the Saints. That's just a mm-hmm. matter of fact, I think. Um, they also signed Nick Easton, center, to a four-year deal, so shoring up that offensive line is. A- Their line is surprisingly young. Yeah, which is pretty cool. They got Ryan Ramchek too. who's only a second year. Mm-hmm. He's already great. Saints are usually um, and we're moving on to the Giants. Um, I mean, obviously, we talked about the trade, and they ended up getting Peppers and Zeitler. 
Um, the Giants' offensive line is going to be a lot better this year. I'm just going to throw that out there. Because Zeitler's a good guard, and then they got him next to um, who's the tackle they signed last Hernandez, year? Nate Solder. Right? Or... Nate Solder, and then they also have Will Hernandez. That's yeah. their other guard. So their weakest is what their center. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm trying to look into like their projected. Um, so they've got Soldier, Hernandez, Zeitler. Um, so you may find like a projected starting um, project. But like anyway, the point is like their line is going to be a lot better than it was last year. So that should help Barkley. Yeah, that's which is wild. But I imagine Barkley being better for fantasy. Right. <laughs> that was what he did with a terrible O line yeah. last year. All right. Um. Let's see. So right now they're looking at um, Soldier Hernandez on the left side. Wow, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so Soldier Hernandez, John Halapio, and then Zeitler. And then so that so left that left side is pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, I'd say they got like three out of five very good linemen, and the other two I don't really know. Yeah, as long as they build some chemistry, it'll be nice. But um, yeah, I, I mean, so Eli is totally in the back hilariously. Of course, but um, yeah. Yep. Anyway, so the signings obviously they brought in um Golden Tate. Yeah, that's the big fantasy one too. Uh, they literally just were like, okay, let's get Golden Tate and resign Sterling Shepard so Eli doesn't have to throw past ten yards. Like, <laughs> no, that's exactly what I said to Andy. I was like, who are they gonna sign as a wide receiver where Eli doesn't have to throw more than fifteen yards downfield? Oh, <laughs> Golden Tate, look at that. Yeah, it makes sense unfortunately but and he can do wonders in space it's a pretty good signing to yeah. make the best of what they're working with yeah i don't know like the numbers on the top of my head but like as far as like broken tackles by a receiver he is like far and away at number one like mm-hmm. he's like over the last couple of years nfl can tackle stats but yeah the giants this year are going to be interesting i think they're going to be a little better than people expect but like if they had someone besides eli they would be a pretty good team oh if only if only they're waiting on three lie. He needs to win one more to complete the <laughs> prophecy of three lie. Three lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Um, let's see. Golden Tate is listed as breaking twenty nine tackles. DJ Moore at twenty seven. Wow. But I said I, this was just last year though. Like if you look at the last couple years, like I think like the last like three seasons combined, Golden Tate is like absurdly like high up on that. Which I mean, I, that, that doesn't surprise anyone. Right, like, but he does. The Giants will be interesting this year. Um, they also resigned Cody Latimer, but I don't think anyone cares. Um, yeah. And then on to your Jets. Um, as we mentioned, uh, Le'Veon Bell is there now. Um, I, I mean, I guess what are you predicting for Le'Veon Bell fantasy wise? Um, I mean, it's not going to be Steelers level, right? Like, I don't think. No, gonna... yeah, he won't be the number one back in fantasy, but I think he could be in that. He'll be in that worth drafting in the first round range. Yeah. I, I could, I mean, top, I mean, top five is still feasible, right? He'll, I mean, I think he'll definitely be top ten barring injury. Like, I don't see why he's not. Yeah, there were a lot of things about him gaining weight in the off season. I just saw a picture of him. He looks absolutely fine. He doesn't look fat whatsoever. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I usually don't worry too much about these guys unless they have a history of it. And like all the reports that he would be a locker room cancer, it really seems like it was Brown. Yeah, like there was. I can't remember what it was. I think. Like, Lev Bell posted this text from, like, James Conner to him. That, like, yeah. Like, when you think about it, like, Lev Bell, like, aside from sitting out, like, he hasn't, like, done or said anything. Like, he hasn't, like, been a dick. No, he just wanted to get paid, which was, you know, what people were that. polarizing on, whether yeah. he, you know, is being selfish or not. But we're always on the stance that, like, you should be getting paid. Yeah. 
especially running backs who have rather short careers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we, we continue taking the side of the players on these kind of things. Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, like Bell like supported Connor, which is obviously, you know, way different than AB and Juju now. But right. Yeah, I can't like I was cracking up on AB like, like I saw that AB posted like this message from Juju. I'm like, are you trying to like be a dick? Like, yeah, like are you do you think this will make people like you more? If like, anything, it's going to make people like Juju more. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like you're just giving Juju fans. I'm like, I don't know what he was thinking. Like. They're like, oh, this guy like wanted help for me. Ah, ha, ha. Like, what? Like, yeah. This no, guy's like, like, he's lost his marbles, he looked man. Up to it. Yeah, it's it's concerning for me as a Raiders fan. I'm, I'm unsure. <laughs> I'm just hoping it tones down once football starts back up. Yeah, I mean, the hope is that at the end of the day, even though he might be a total cunt, like his, <laughs> he is an app, one of the best wide receivers in the game. Yes. So that'll be fun. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing what you do, too. Um, but other Jet signings, um, Jameson Crowder, they brought in. They obviously needed more slot guys. Um, yeah, obviously. <laughs> they didn't have enough with all the other four. Yep. And then, obviously, as you mentioned, CJ Mosley, the huge one. Um, Five-year, 85 mil. Oh, oh buddy. Oh, yeah. And then they brought in Tre Trevor Seaman as a backup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that. I think that's a solid backup to have. Yeah, and then um, showing up the line with Kalecio Semele, and then on defense, they got uh, Henry Anderson, defensive lineman. In. Mm. And they also... got Brian Poole from the Falcons. Mm -hmm. And? Which? Kicker, chat, Chandler, Chandler Kendall Kendall Kendall. Yep, 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 yep. He's back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, they had a pretty active free agency. Mm -hmm. Which is good. They had a ton see. of cap room, so they should have. It have been bad if they didn't. A lot of people are hype, getting on the hype train. I still think they're probably a year away. They just need a couple more pieces. Their line still needs a little bit of improvement. Would you consider 8-8 eight eight a success? For them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take 8-8. Eight eight. Um, yep, yep. So, <laughs> Raiders, as we mentioned, the big... AB trade. I think we've talked about that plenty. Um, I guess, as far as fantasy finish, I still think he'll be a top 10 fantasy 100%. Yeah. I mean, who else are they going to Literally nobody. Ryan Grant. Gets... No, they do have Tyrell Williams. I love that pairing. They're really good duo of Tyrell Williams and Antonio Brown. Just... Yeah, they're very clear one and two. Yeah, because... Tyrell Williams is still very good. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He got paid. <clears throat> and, like, he's a really good deep threat. So, yeah, he... It's, it's, it'll... it'll... I think it's a, a good duo for them to have there. Um, they also brought in uh, Isaiah Crowell. Woo. Yeah, I was, I was waiting for the call, 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 call. Um, Richard. Um, I mean, they made a lot of like small moves. Um, they said Ryan Grant, and of course they brought in Vontaze. Classic. Oof. He had a pretty big fall off last year. Mm -hmm. yeah, so Juju just take the life out of him. <laughs> uh, that was pretty great. Yeah, I still love that. And then. Also, they signed Trent Brown to a huge deal, so getting a tackle is always nice. Uh, LaMarcus Joyner was a good sign. They got a four-year deal out of the oh, yeah. safety. That'll help their defense a lot, as well as Brandon Marshall, linebacker, who is with the uh, Broncos forever. Mm -hmm. It's not bad either. Yeah, They're starting to come together, man. You know, now that they've got that rapper, uh, Joyner, on the defense. <laughs> but uh, uh, their names. Um, so the Eagles moving on. Um, but yeah, the, the Raiders, I'm... I'm I literally have zero clue how they'll finish this year. I, I have no fucking clue. Um, like, the way I've been saying it is they have Gruden on a 10-year deal. They're going to exercise as much of that as they can in the rebuild. So the first, I'd say, three years are going to be mostly getting everything together, and then they expect to start winning by year four. I only hope so. <laughs> so another couple years, but they are, they're putting stuff together. But, um, yeah, anyway, on to the Eagles. Um, two main things. They've... Traded for Deshaun Jackson and Jordan Howard. Deshaun Jackson, like, 
it's been super noted that everywhere he goes, he tremendously helps the quarterback. Yeah. So that's he'll nice. be great with Wentz. Yeah, it's a nice, nice. Re- Jordan Howard, like I think he just, I think he's now the best running back on the roster. I mean, it's either him or Ajayi, right? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, and Ajayi, he's got to go soon, right? Yeah, his knees just can't hold up. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but Jordan Howard will super be a touchdown vulture, right? I think that's that's what I'm oh, getting from this. Yeah, they they like I mean, the they get running value, but like it's hard to pin down just one guy there. That's kind of the issue with that that has been the past two. Who's going to have the running back value? They've definitely liked using the committee approach. Oh yeah, for sure, they love that. And the problem with Jordan Howard is he can't catch, but <laughs> he'll definitely get. Some- I think those are the. Um, they signed Malik Jackson, uh, Ronald Darby. Uh, oh yeah, and Brandon Graham got a three. Worth noting, probably. Yeah, something like that. He is pretty solid. Um, Steelers apparently they think Dante Moncrief's good too. I don't. I don't think he is still. Uh, the Steelers usually have a good eye for receiver talent, but I'm. I'm gonna disagree with this one. I'm gonna never believe that Dante Moncrief. Yeah, he might not really see the field a whole lot. I mean, he might be on a decent amount of snaps, but fantasy wise, I'm not gonna take any stock in that. I was worried they were going to get Golden Tate. Mm-hmm. Be I thought Tate with the Steelers would be rather scary. So, I mean, Moncrief is like, I guess he'll be either three <laughs> if we say Juju and James Washington will be the one and two. But like the depth, the receiving depth chart there is not crowded at all. No, I mean, James Washington didn't exactly have a great first year either. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean, Dante Moncrief could see the field a lot. They also brought Eli Rogers back in. Um, so I'm curious to see how, because I mean, okay, Juju will continue getting a lot of targets, but... <laughs> One of Moncrief or James Washington will have to step up. I would, I would put my money on James Washington personally, but maybe it will be Eli Rogers after you say that. <laughs> <laughs> One of Moncrief or James Washington will have to step up, right? Yeah, someone has to. But um, they also signed cornerback Stephen Nelson to a three-year deal. Um, whenever I'm seeing like kind of big contracts, I'm just mentioning them just because like, okay, that guy's gonna be a piece there. Yeah, not just a year deal. Mm-hmm. Um. 49ers, interesting offseason for them. Everyone thought they were going to bring in a big-name receiver, and they didn't. So yeah, They were favorites for Brown, Odell. Yeah, unless you consider George Matthews a big-name receiver. But if anything, this just like skyrocketed Dante Pettis' stock. Cause, uh, they had to have liked what they saw out of him last year. Yeah, it really started clicking for him at the end of last year once they gave him like you know, the chance to. <laughs> and I... Can't remember if I had him or DJ Moore, but like he and DJ Moore were my top two receivers coming into last year of the rookie class, and it was no, it was him, DJ Moore, and Cap. Like th- those were my top three, mm-hmm. and that that is looking good currently. Um, I know I was higher on Pettison, but you were. I remember that very vividly. You were definitely high on Pettis, and it he's he's been good. High on Pettis. <laughs> I wish I was on They also signed Tevin Coleman. The reunion finally happened for Coleman and Shanahan. Um, he didn't get yeah. much money, really, but um, I don't know. Like for all I know, he could have he could have taken a little less to go to Shanahan. I don't know. But you think the so what's going to happen with McKinnon? Um. So I mean, I've been I've been vocal about my McKinnon thoughts and opinions. Um. Obviously, oh, last yeah. year got injured, so like I mean, he was out the whole year, so I can't make too much judgment on that. But I mean, Coleman is better than McKinnon. Agreed. I don't think that's a debate. Wholeheartedly. I mean, if someone tried to debate me, I would. I would chuckle and then give them lots of numbers and show, <laughs> show them games. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think McKinnon will get some work. Like, I'm curious, like, how they're going to do it. Like, is it going to be, like, where, like, te- like, where Coleman is the Freeman and then, like, McKinnon is the Coleman? Like, I don't know how it's going to work. Ooh. But, I mean, Coleman should be the number one there. Like, he's 
I mean, he's better than McKinnon and Brita, obviously. So, yeah, and they do still have Brita. <clears throat> so uh, I don't know, but cloudy. It's a cloudy I, backfield. I mean, I'm, I don't think is I have no clue where he's going in fantasy drafts. Obviously, it's really early. Like it, for him, it'll fully depend. Like I would be, I would, if Coleman is like my flex, I'm, I'm giddy about that. Like I think, I think he's, I think he's like low RB two, high RB three. So like he'd kind of be a good flex option, just because I see it being a good offense, and he is probably the top running back there. Yeah, we need to see everybody coming back off injury. Yeah, I, he could end up being a steal. So. Well, we've been talking that he needed to get his own contracted team at some point. Yeah, and I mean, the 49ers are on the list forever. After McKinnon came, that was still obviously still happened. Anyway, other signings for the Niners, they uh, traded for D. Ford. Got a big old contract for him. Uh, Five-year, $87.5 million. And then they also got Quan Alexander. That's a nice, big, underrated deal. I think he was hurt. Definitely, I know he was at least hurt for the like last part of last year. But um, they got a uh, four-year, 50 more at... Eh, Four-year, $54 million deal on him, which he's a really good player, so that's going to be nice for their defense. They're, man, they, their defense is bad. They need. Yeah, he only played like six games last year, so hopefully he's nice and refreshed. Yeah. Also, for what it's worth, they did sign Raheem, Raheem Mustard um, to a three-year, $27 million deal. So small deal for him versus a running back debt, but they like him and he knows the system. So um, It was a good fill-in. And then yeah. a couple of veterans they also got for Rhett and uh, Jimmy Ward just to help in the backfield. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, secondary yeah i know you meant i followed <laughs> the back of the field they <laughs> no. not the backfield the back of the field <laughs> same thing right yeah um seahawks a couple line signings seems like mostly and i don't know if they're good <laughs> they're okay like, like fluker and Upati are fine i mean it's like i don't think it's gonna be worse well, once they got rid of cable all their problems seem to go away yeah i can't wait for the raiders to do that <laughs> just give it a year like all of a sudden their line magically started sucking and then everyone's like wait tom cable's there yeah wow. i mean come on i don't know like i said i i don't know how that dude has a job still in the nfl how how can you leave a team and their line immediately improves like yeah. immediately and then you go to another team and their line immediately gets worse when they were a really good line like whatever like i understand correlation causation but come on <laughs> this one seems like a causation one here. Um, but anyway, they also, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they franchise tagged Frank Clark. You're right. That's kind of me. Um, also, Jason Myers. So they don't have a safety, right? Now that the Earl Thomas is gone, they're going to have to get a safety. Yeah, I don't know who. Also, the Niners franchised. But anyway, um, moving on to the Buccaneers, um, the good old Buccaneers. <laughs> um, the main thing for them was um, an O-line signing. They signed tackle Donovan's uh, 41. So nice showing up the line there. Mm-hmm. Um, brought in some quarterback depth uh, with Gabbard and Ryan Green. And that's you know about it there. Oh, also Brashad Perryman. Wow. The two of those quarterbacks together is almost a good quarterback. <laughs> it's almost an okay backup. <laughs> <coughs> and then um, Titans. Um, I mean, one of the big things was Humphreys got paid. Um, yeah, big monies. I think he'll be really helpful because, like, outside of Corey Davis, they've not had a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, they've had like, they lost Delaney off, Walker but... last year. They, mm-hmm. they seemed really one-dimensional in the air. So having Humphreys is nice. Yeah, just just someone else for you know Mario to throw to. So I think he could I think he could have some production this year. Not I don't think it'll be a ton. I don't think it'll be a super pass-heavy offense in general. But like I, said, I think it's a you know good for Humphreys at least. Um, let's see. They signed guard Roger Saffold to a four-year deal. Um, they also mm-hmm. re-signed Vicaro. And they added Cameron Wake. And 
as we also noted, they traded for Tannehill, which is interesting. Basically, just like it was almost for free. It really almost was. Yeah, he's just a good backup. Ish. I don't even know if good backup, but he is a backup. Yeah, it's he's got seven mil guaranteed and twelve like maximum of like twelve ish. So yeah. I see a lot of mock drafts having the Titans take a tight end in the first, and I think that's pretty dumb. Yeah, the, the thought is that they're giving up on Jonu Smith and Walker's almost done. Is like the yeah, reasoning, but like yeah. I. I feel like Smith finally started to look like he was clicking a bit, at yeah. least a little. And Delaney Walker, I don't think he's done yet. No, yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, unless you're going to take a tight end and say, oh, like in a year he'll be ready, kind of thing. I don't know. I still, I, I agree. I don't think it's like the unnecessary move. I like that they did get Cameron Wake, bolster that line depth, and take advantage yeah, that, of the Dolphins to be solid. Yeah. And Kenny Vaccaro's not bad either. Four year deal. Yeah. So, and their defense is pretty decent last year. Yeah. So like they're, they are, they're looking up on general. And if Mario, as long as Mariota's healthy, that's the big thing too. He had that like nerve mm-hmm. issue. Like yeah, hopefully his year. arms all healed up. So like if he's healthy, because like it's been shitty for him. He's kind of had like the Jason Campbell just keeps having it every single year. Yeah, so, like, every year new coordinator. So I'm hoping anyway. that Matt Lafleur was really not good, honestly, and <laughs> yeah. that they're gonna improve a lot with yeah. the new offensive coach. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who there's. There's so many things that like it's hard. Um, Titans promote Arthur Smith, to offensive coordinator. Really honest. I'll give him a hint. Use Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> but um. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I said obviously Mike Mike Vrabel's still the head coach. That's still there. But yeah, Arthur Arthur is now the guy. So the dude Arthur. I can't wait to see like the memes. Of like, if he like does get mad and hold his fist out, <laughs> the, the Arthur memes. <laughs> so that'll be interesting to see how their offense goes. <clears throat> and then uh, what else do we have here? Yeah, that was that was them. And the last team we've got the Washington Redskins. Um, the big thing, Landon Collins, um, six year, eighty four mil, forty five guaranteed. That's that's huge. a lot. Yeah. Um, they also got Rogers Cromartie out of retirement. Um, is is Domin is it Antonio or Dominique that has a ton of kids? Oh, it's Antonio Cromartie. Okay. Yeah, he's got like 13 kids. Gotcha. I was about to say, because like, if it was him, I'd be like, he needed to come back to play to get more money for child support. Yeah, so. pay that alimony. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, they brought in Case Keenum, re-signed Adrian Peterson, and I guess they're going to try the Eric Flowers experiment too. <laughs> Good Lord. How many people are going to try that out? I mean, if he doesn't stick with Washington, I think he's probably done. Over, yeah. Mm. He's not that old, right? No. He's just not good. Yep. <laughs> he's only 24. Ooh, he's only 24, and he's already questioning like whether he should be in the league. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot of talk about like just moving him in from tackle. I, I, I know he doesn't want to do that. There's what like I've heard like they want to move him into car, but he's not a fan of that. But like, he probably should since he's not very good at protecting the quarterback on the outside. Yeah, like if he, if he moves to guard and it works at the moment, it's not it's not looking too bright for him. Yeah, yeah. that was most of the free agent signings. Wow, there's a lot of stuff. It was a big free agency this year. It was yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. Every day there was like at least three, four new people going somewhere. There's still some – so there's still some guys sitting out um, as free agents technically. Um, yeah, we've got Eric Berry and Indomitian Sue. Yeah, those are the big ones, right? Um, Eric Berry um, – let me see. I'm just looking through some of these. So for quarterbacks, um, those aren't really any major names. Um Obviously, running back Jay Ajayi is one. Corey Grant, Marshawn Lynch, and Doug Martin technically are free agents. Yeah, and Spencer Ware and Blau Plow. Yeah, 
And a TJ Yeldon is also one that, I guess he's good. He just was in an unfortunate situation, and then they drafted Fournette. But I think TJ Yeldon's a good running back. So Yeah, I mean, I think he's solid. Mm-hmm. But what? I'm not sure, like, if Marshall Lynch is going to come back or not. I don't know how that's going to all work out. Uh, I mean, I can't really see him going anywhere but with the Raiders. It seems like he only came out of retirement to play with them. Yeah, because they're in Oakland again, so maybe. But Because his year was his contract was a two-year deal but mm-hmm. there's a lot of it's it's funny because like there's a lot of like good not great but good running backs available but like there's not signed anywhere but um i mean that's the thing though with running backs is so nowadays, many good ones there's so many good ones every year in the draft you can yeah. just get a rookie on a rookie deal especially the last the last two have been fucking loaded at running back it's been nuts so now this one's not as deep if no. i remember correctly yeah, running back a- class is weaker but yeah it's good at receiver and tight end, so very and mm-hmm. defense is stacked. Yeah, the edge and linebackers. Yeah, um, receiving guys. Um, Kelvin Benjamin, I guess. Um, Crabtree is a free agent, and so does Bryant still technically. Um, Chris Hogan. Oh, Crabtree will go somewhere. Yeah, see, Chris Hogan, Jermaine Curse, Rashard Matthews will probably end up back on the Titans or Jets at some point. Um, mm-hmm. and then Demarius Thomas is a free agent technically still. As is Mike Wallace. I could see one of those older guys watching on somewhere. And Mike Wallace, I bet, could still produce. He got injured at the very start of last yeah, year. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Did he come back at the end? Or, uh, I don't remember. But um, I don't think so. But, um, oh, yeah, he ended up playing. Yeah, he played let me, like, what he did last year. That was my song for searching music. Um, Yeah, he did come back and play. Like, he was technically, I think he was technically active, but didn't play. I don't know. He did, he did nothing last year. So, yeah, poor guy. He's had a good. Yeah, I mean, remember he was the original with the, uh, with the Steelers. Yeah, started that like you know nice line of really good receivers. Um, <laughs> you know, Muhammad Wilkerson still unsigned. Yeah, he'll definitely get signed um, by someone. Ziggy Ansa is still unsigned. That's surprising to me. Yeah, let's see. Jamie Collins and Manti Teo. Um, yeah, how's Claiborne. nobody on Jamie Collins? Yeah, I don't fucking know. Is he technically on the Browns right now? Like, what's what's his deal? Like, unless the NFL. Dot com is lying to me, but I thought they released him. I think so. Um, yeah, I think he's not sure. <laughs> I feel like I remember seeing the headline that he got cut, but yep, yeah, 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 they they cut him. So yeah, Jamie Collins available, Mendy is available, Morris Claiborne, Brent Grimes, Cabin Mutterlin, um, Eric Berry as we mentioned. I also mentioned Dominic and Sue. So Glover Quinn. So there's a lot of guys. And then Robbie is technically a restricted free agent, but I imagine that'll get done. For sure. But um, yeah, there's a lot of guys still out there. So I'm sure like one of those running backs will become like a fantasy stud for two weeks. <laughs> That's how it always happens. Yeah, for like two weeks and then you sell them. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see like Doug Martin or TJ Yeldon like coming on and like mattering at some point. Yeah. I don't, Doug Martin is an enigma. I really thought he might turn it around he has had good years but yeah it's kind of funny but yeah i think tj yeldon of this running back group him and spencer Ware too but i I think tj yeldon's like the one who has the most to offer to a team at this point he's the youngest right yeah a healthy jay would be good but that's you know a lot lot to ask and of course buck allen is going to be fucking relevant at some point but yeah yeldon's 25 fifth season he had he doesn't have like a lot of carries on him so i mean he's because he was okay his rookie year, but, like, the team was shite, and then they brought in Fournette, so, I mean... Yeah, he got shafted. But, I mean, he's been he's been good when Fournette's been out, and he's a fine player. It's just, yeah, he was, you know, 
Yeah, he always takes over pretty well for him. Yeah. Was it wasn't he drafted in the second round? Yes. He was an early pick. Look out the exact, but like I believe yeah. it was the second. Yeah, pick thirty six. So yeah, like he could end up somewhere and really contribute. So I would keep an eye on TJ Yeldon. But let's see, that's I think we've got a lot of content in here for now. Um we'll say we'll save draft and rookie stuff for another another time, I think. Yeah, we can there'll be a lot of draft analysis coming up. Yeah, we should we should have uh, Jay Watt and Jolly on again. Oh yeah, that'll <laughs> be fun. Yeah, so once the NFL draft is over, we'll have a lot of stuff. We can probably come back and talk about you know prospects once again before the draft, and then after we can you know gush over the landing spots. Yeah, we could try to do a mock draft too. Maybe just in the early the early rounds. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm I'm ex- briefly I'm I'm excited for some of these some of these rookies. I I really like these receivers. Yeah, who like so? Who do you like most of the receiving class? Because there are a lot of names that get bounced around as the top ones, and everyone's order seems to be a little bit different. A lot of people like Metcalf; they think he's the best prospect. A lot of people are totally flipped; they don't like him. They like more like the Browns and uh, so uh, yes, in Keel, right? Yeah, Brown, Brown, and Butler are my two favorites. I don't know which one I like better right now, um, but yeah, Brown, AJ Brown, and Hakeem Butler are my two favorites currently. Um, I like I, Butler is super versatile. Um, like he can play any of the spots, and that's why I like him a lot. Um, I've been I haven't done a whole lot of looking, and then AJ. Yeah, I mean AJ Brown is good and has been good. Um, I think Miles Boykin's getting a little overlooked because he went to Notre Dame. Um, but yeah, I think Brown and Butler are my top two right now. I don't know how I have them ordered. That's yeah. And then, okay. but I've, I've got I've got Metcalf in here, Brown, and, and then I'm also not nearly as high on uh, Kevin Hart. What about uh in Keel Harry? Keel Harry, yeah, I, I have I have him, I have Harry and Matt Calf, uh Brown and Butler, like those are my okay. top two. And then because like I have like Harry, Metcalf, and honestly like Boykin like kind of in there too. And that that like Boy like that's my top five, and uh, not necessarily any too much order. My top two is Butler and Brown, and then my next three are Metcalf, Harry, and Boykin. Okay, but <clears throat> a lot of people like Kevin Harmon, but I'm not as big on him. But I mean, there's a lot of really good receivers in this class. But where are you on that? Um, I I like AJ Brown and Inkeel. Uh, I don't know enough about the other Brown, but I feel like he gets talked about a lot. Marquise. Oh, right? Marquise Brown, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> he's the opposite of Metcalf, right? He's tiny. Yeah, but I mean, he's still like fast. Like, I mean, honestly, like I could see him being like Marquise Goodwin. Honestly, like that that makes sense to me. But yeah, he's he is small. Small, <laughs> small boy, but um, small boy. Yeah, the rece- receiving receive receivers are pretty deep here. There's a lot of really good ones, but um, that was so that was one of the reasons I felt like in Dynasty, I felt like even if I got rid of a first round pick, which was tough, I could still get a a good receiver mm-hmm. in the second round. Yeah, I'm at the point where like I've been trying to make a bunch of trades in our Dynasty league, but I'm just gonna wait till our draft starts and then like. Wait till people are on the clock and have pressure, and then throw out offers. It's gonna be well yep. that way. <laughs> that's why. That's why I did the long draft so you can trade during it. Um, mm-hmm. I guess just brief running back. Um, who are who are your top guys? I guess give me like a top, you know, two or three. I don't honestly know any of the prospects in this draft other than like Love and uh, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, Jacobs and uh, Montgomery are the top. Montgomery, two yeah, that are kind of you know. I do interchangeable. like Montgomery. Uh. Honestly, Mike Weber, I think, will be a solid, like, 
add on just because he went to OSU. Mm-hmm. I'm like big on the OSU backs. Uh, who else is there? Yeah, there's there's a lot of like kind of like contributor guys. There's not there, it's not there's not much at the top. Like there's uh yeah there's Elijah Holyfield, which is like he's got the name mm-hmm. and he went to Georgia. Yeah, but... the Georgia thing always helps, but. I don't. I don't think this is the running back class to be drafting from no, uh, if yeah. you don't get the top ones. Yeah, like if Jacobs or Montgomery or even Harris end up in a really good spot, then yeah, I'm not huge on the running back class. Tight ends though, I like a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of briefly on them. Um, I mean, Hawkinson, Smith, Fant, even even Sternberger. Like those four are all are all awesome. That yeah, we've uh, we've talked before about how the draft is rather cyclical. And a lot of times you'll sort of have positions each year that are much more deep than other ones. Mm-hmm. Like last year was the running back and quarterback draft. Yeah. Holy shit. There were so many good ones. Yeah. This year seems to be like the pass rushers and wide receivers. Yeah. this They haven't had a good, a great receiver class the last two. Because say last year, like you said, quarterback, running back. The previous one, tight end, running back. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this one we've got, I'd say tight end receiver is this one. But For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a pretty consistent top three for everyone between Hawkinson, Smith, and Fant. That's like the kind of consensus right now. And then briefly quarterback. <laughs> um, yeah, not, let's not talk about in, that. We can just kind of briefly touch on it. But um, I yeah. think if you wanted a young quarterback, you should have gotten one last year. Yeah, like my thought on this is that a lot of guys are going to be overdrafted. But I think it could be like, okay, not to, I guess, I guess kind of an example is like when, what the year when – Kaepernick and Dalton went in the second round and like turned out pretty decently like for for all like everything being said like I think that could happen this year like they're gonna be quarterbacks that go in the second that turn out probably better than some of the first rounders do okay like Will Greer and uh yeah I like I like Greer um I think I think Rippin is decent um I'm not huge on like Locke I think Locke is kind of the not like a bust waiting to happen but I think he could easily be a bust I I do I think well honestly I think this is this is not a good quarterback draft. Oh, no, it's the media's the media's going to try to make it like ooh look at all these prospects that should be taken but there's honestly there's not a whole lot of them. I think outside of Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins has a Bortles ceiling. <laughs> and Drew Locke. I mean I think Drew Locke is basically the next I don't know fucking Gabbert or or uh I, I can't Earth, no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Clawson, no, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Christian Ponder, you know, uh, yeah, but I, I think pretty much like the, the top four of last year are better than any of the ones this year. Like yeah, I, said, agreed. So. I but, mean, I would rather have Lamar Jackson than any of these quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I've heard the Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray thing. I'm like, for me, it's easily Lamar Jackson, but as I said, am I biased? I might be, but I might be, bitch, I might be, yeah, but I think he's better, so I'll take him over. Yeah, that's. It's going to be interesting seeing, like, because every year quarterbacks, it happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, they get overdrafted. But, yeah, I I said Greer is kind of my guy that I'm higher on than everyone else. And I I, just, I, I would think he'd be, like, a nice, like, he, he, he could probably fall to the second round and actually, like, get on a good team or something. So, or someone could trade up late in the first and get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we can. We can we can hold off most of that for now before because I need I need to do a little more before I can talk a ton on it. But that's just my you know current thoughts and top guys. Right, like when one of the top quarterback prospects is from Duke, I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that says the most you need to know. But, um, 
Yeah, but anyway, I have I definitely missed talking football. I'm glad to you know be back doing the pods, and then we'll. I mean, we're gonna have a pretty consistently. You're not not like may not be every week like during the season, but I mean, we'll definitely have. Well, we are resuming the podcasting. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the off season at Madden. You got to skip a couple weeks here and <laughs> simulate, there. Simulate, simulate, <laughs> simulate. Like at a certain point, like especially during free agency, like it's it's almost easier, like 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 we did to just wait for everything to settle and then discuss it all. Yeah, because we could have done one earlier in the off season, but we would have missed half of the prospects. Exactly. So it's easier just to wait till a good full list is up. And, we- and even now, like a month in, there are still like a list of I'd say eight guys that are gonna be on teams oh there are definitely a ton of guys who should be on roster though yeah yeah so next time we're back we'll probably be talking about some prospects and then the next time after that will probably be post nfl draft oh yeah but um, me too man oh i'm so excited the draft the draft i'll actually be out of town while it's going on at least i'll I'll be in time for the first day but i'll be gone for like the rest of it so i'll have to catch back up I requested off work for the day of the draft, which oh. is the 25th. And Avengers then I realized Endgame. Avengers Endgame comes out the 26th. <gasps> so I had to choose. And I'm you go to choosing to have off. For, yeah, I'm going to have off for the draft. And then I'll catch up on Endgame at another point. Got to you put go. your priorities first. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, thank you everyone for tuning into Mozzie and the Muscle. We hope you all have had a great off season. And we wish you a great season. Yeah. Great season. Great season. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thank you, guys. Popping bottles. But um, now he's with Sean McVay, dude. Yeah. If Jared Goff gets hurt, oh <laughs> like, my I, god! I never want anyone to get hurt. But but <laughs> I kind of want Jared Goff to just have like I don't know, maybe like a family trauma or something. He's got to take care of. That's I, said, I would love for Bortles to have like the Foles route, where like he like takes over at the end of the regular season and gets him on a Super Bowl run and like gets a Super Bowl ring. I, the world would fucking explode if that happened. That's like the darkest. That's the most. That's the least dark timeline. That's yeah. the beautiful timeline. The the internet would just like that would be the end of the internet. <laughs> Couldn't handle it. You know, the first thing he'd do after two is he'd say, "Where's my fucking cigarettes?" <laughs> I love. I love. I love him. He's so funny. You've won the Super Bowl. What are you gonna do now? Go outside and rip some cigs. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, to uh, Disney World. <laughs> oh, that's a good shit. <laughs>